Hey, South Africa. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track Weekend. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu. Legally, water in this country is a human right and it's entrenched in our constitution. But residents in two villages in Fort Beaufort in the Eastern Cape have been left without running water for a few years now. Audrey Mashao, environmental scientist at the Ekuruleni Water Care Company and young water professional member, joins us to talk about their dire need and possible solutions. Audrey, as I mentioned in my introductions, water in this country is a human right and it's part of our constitution. But these two Eastern Cape communities' needs are not being met. Who do we call to? Is it national government? Is it local government? And can you tell us about, you know, who's ultimately responsible? So legally, water in this country is a human right, as it is clearly stated in Chapter 2 of the Constitution of South Africa, which says that everyone has the right to have access to sufficient food and water. Now, what is happening in Fort B. Fort area in the Eastern Cape province is a compromise to the basic human right of having access to sufficient water. Actually, Don, this story takes me back home in Sikukune district, Limbopo province, where I was born and raised. Like in many other rural communities in the country, water provision remains a huge challenge also in Skukune, as it is a problem in the Fort Bifort area. Unfortunately, the lack of provision of sufficient quantity and quality of good quality water compromises the livelihood of communities, leading to basic needs not being met. Now, who do we call to? Who's really responsible? Is it the national or the local government? The fact is, everyone has a role to play. The National Water Act, which is Act 36 of 1998, it mandates the national government, which is the Department of Water and Sanitation, to ensure that the country's water resources are protected, that they are well managed, that they are well used, developed, conserved, and are well controlled. And when looking at the local government through the Water Services Act, the Act provides the mechanisms to ensure that the basic rights to provision of basic water supply and basic sanitation are realized. Now, to add to that, communities also need to ensure that they take care of the water infrastructures in their areas because they are at the receiving end. So, in summary, everyone has a role to play from both the national, from the local and the community level. Now, is the incident an ongoing issue politically induced? or a physical or manufactured scarcity? The ongoing issue in Fort B. Fort Dawn could be due to various factors. It could be due to lack of proper planning by the Water Services Authority being the Amatole water in this instance, or it could be just a pure political sabotage. Another factor is that this could be due to lack of proper management, especially when it comes to water and sanitation provision services, which is a national challenge. Actually, literature shows that the South African water sector is faced with challenges of insufficient water infrastructure maintenance and investment. But in addition to that, the sector is also faced with lack of sufficient skills professionals. As a result, provision of quality water, especially to rural communities, remains a challenge, thereby compromising the human health, economic development in those rural communities, as well as the realization of the constitutional right to have access to water. The limited supply and access to clean water in these two areas is also compromised. Now, what are the implications here and more so the ripple effects that could lead to greater health issues for these communities, Audrey? You know, just a few weeks ago, 
the country was celebrating human rights during the National Water Week. Now for communities like Fort Bifort and the rural communities of Sikukun and Limpopo, what was really there to celebrate when residents still have to share water sources with animals, where women have to travel long distances to collect water? It can never be righted on that people have to share the same source of water supply with animals. This act is constitutionally incorrect. The basic human rights are being compromised. So is the health and the general being of the people. Residents are being exposed to various health effects, especially the fellow poor people. Now, Farmers Inside Track is an exclusive farmers podcast. And I'm sure the farmers who are listening are wondering, what is the economic impact on agricultural production in the area because of this issue as well? Now, looking at the agricultural side of things, the smaller producers who depend on the supply from the Water Services Authority, being the Amatole in this instance, will definitely be affected by this ongoing water issue. This means that the economy of the area will also be affected. But again, this issue hits harder on the poor people who are definitely depending on the supply from this Water Services Authority. Therefore, the issues should be resolved sooner for the economic stability of the area as well as the well-being of the residents. And then finally, Audrey, in your opinion, what is the problem here? Is it skills, knowledge or climate change? So the problem in Fort Bifort, if whether it's a skills, knowledge or climate change issue, I would say that the problem here is due to a wide range of factors. It could be due to lack of proper planning and management when it comes to water services provision in the area. It could be due to lack of resources, maybe when it comes to implementation of solutions to address the water challenges at hand. Again, it could be due to lack of finances, especially to focus on water infrastructure. But again, we cannot completely rule out the issue of climate change because climate change is posing a major threat to the water resources, especially considering that South Africa is a water-scarce country. Therefore, everyone really has a role to play in this. From the national government, the local government, researchers, finance through investing in water infrastructure, and communities for actually taking responsibility in ensuring that the water infrastructure in their areas are not vandalized. But moreover, in ensuring that water projects are not being compromised. Thanks so much for joining us. Audrey Mashao, environmental scientist at the Ekuruleni Water Care Company and Young Water Professional member. Remember, you can read more on the story on Food for Mzanzi. That's www.foodformzanzi.co.za. That brings us to the end of this week's episode of Farmers Inside Track Weekend. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. And do give us feedback if there are issues in your community similar to this one. Tell us, let us know, message us. We'd love to hear from you and also just to engage on these ongoing issues in our country. From me, Don Numdu, our producer, Megan van der Vendt, and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team, have an awesome weekend. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.